can think I'm a virgin until I die. That's fine. Enemies to lovers. Hello and welcome to Enemies to Lovers, the podcast where Alex and Shay, two former college roommates who went from enemies to, to lovers. lovers. This podcast explores dating, polyamory, kink, ethical non-monogamy, and just life. We also feature guests who will ask us questions and share their stories. So keep an open mind. Please subscribe. And as always, stay curious. This is not an educational podcast. We cover our personal experiences and we'll share resources you can check out outside of the podcast. Enemies to lovers. Let's get into our episode. We are featuring Raven. Hello. Thank you for having me. Thank you for being here. Thank you. Give us uh, an elevator pitch. Who are you? Um, okay, my name is Raven. I'm currently like six five, clomping around on these platforms. I'm six feet with Ashley. You're very tall and we're very short, and I love I it. I know you guys are recording. Yeah. I was like, oh my goodness, and I'm trying to take a picture of myself and look cute. I was like, uh, like the wind's blowing my bangs in the face. Um, yeah, I have a podcast that I love. I haven't done it in a little bit because I've just been going through life, but I'm super excited to be here with you to hopefully get me back in the swing of podcasting because I absolutely love it. Yes. And you are hilarious and awesome. Thank you. <laughs> uh, Raven's podcast is called Raven After Dark. Is that okay to mention? Oh, of course. Okay, cool, 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 cool. Just making sure. Plug. Raven After cool, Dark. Cool, cool, cool. Raven After Dark. Podcast. Check out Raven After Dark on Spotify. And Apple Podcasts. And Apple Podcasts. Uh, and Raven talks a lot about sex, therapy, self-love, sex work, kink, BDSM, queerness, gender identity, Everything. and life, kind of like us. So we're excited. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. Um, so the first question that we had, and we were kind of talking about this earlier, how did you come up with Raven? Because a lot of the times, you know, you don't want to, a lot of times you don't want to use your real name when you have a platform on the internet. And we'll talk a little bit about our own names in a bit. But how did you come up with Raven? So Raven is the Irish version of my real name per se. And I remember back in grade school, we did some project of like, what does your name mean? And I just always thought it was super pretty. And I've really gotten into my like goth self in the past couple of years. You should see their outfits. It's so, very cool. So yes, there's lots of just, black happening. It's <laughs> just kind of dark and moody. And I do make a lot of bird sounds weirdly and do like a caca and like throw my <laughs> arms up. So it just kind of seemed appropriate that I would just go by it. So it's nice. Yeah. Hell yeah. Shay, what about you? Luna? Where does uh, Luna come from? I picked it based off Midnight. That's true, yeah. <laughs> you we, you we had like a faux actual like alias name and I wanted a last name too. Yeah, Alex managed. Midnight was born <laughs> in college because I'm also a singer-songwriter and I had a band in college and Midnight was part of our band name. So it's always kind of been part of a stage name for I me. I love that. And then I got around to doing comedy in the past few years and I was like, if I use my real name, it's a very, very, very long foreign Ukrainian name and no one's going to be able to say it. <laughs> so I was like, I'm just going to, I'm Alex Midnight and it's stuck. So. Like it. Oh yeah. Uh, our mutual friend said that, I think maybe it was with you that she would do like foam moon, like yeah. virtual bath oh, situations yeah. I love being and stuff. outside tarot cards. I haven't pulled tarot cards in a long time. I feel like drawn to them at different points in my life, but I think I need to do them soon. Same. I love that. 2023 has been a year. It's been it's a lot. Been but it's a been year. Good. It has. Better than like 2020 and 2021 and 22. But yeah. We're getting there. Is it Hello? time to mention your dead dad? My dad is dead, guys. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not okay. <laughs> not because of that. Don't worry. Other reasons. <laughs> um, but we're actually really excited to get you on here because we haven't talked to anyone yet that has a podcast. Oh, okay. And so, I've actually never been on anybody else's podcast. So oh, I'm really excited for so we're it. all yeah. popping cherries right yeah, now. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> so what was your kind of, I know your podcast is kind of around the idea of sex and just mm -hmm. things related to that. How did you come up with that? Why did you decide on that? And how did you decide the vibe of your podcast? Like we even loved your theme song. It's, it's okay. a whole thing. You have to <laughs> brand yourself, you know? Um, that's a good question. I guess I've always... So I grew up very Catholic, very right wing. Like I love my parents. They're crazy, but like so far right wing that like they don't make left turns. I always like to joke. <laughs> Sex was like not talked about in my household, but like I got a book when I was a kid and was like, your body's changing. Here's a book. And I was like, <laughs> oh my God, this is crazy. And I've always just kind of been out there and I've, it's taken me a while to get comfortable in myself, but I would say maybe in like the past 
within the past like five to eight years, I've like really felt like comfortable in who I am as a person, like in my body and stuff. And people don't talk about sex. And sex is the one thing that we all have in common, whether it's Mm -hmm. like who you like to sleep with, how you like to look, how you like to be talked to. Like there's so many things that go into sex that us as a society, we're, we're definitely more okay with it now than we were like five years ago. And then even farther than that, but like, Mm -hmm. there's so many things to talk about and it's so general and so broad. And I have a lot of fun, different friends. And so it's like, why not have them come on and just share their stories? And I want to have a platform where people feel comfortable to talk about anything and everything. And like, I'm not going to judge who, like, why should I care? As, as long as there's not a kid or a, a like cat or dog involved animals, I'm cool. Like, I don't care yeah. what's going on in the bedroom. Like, as long as you talk about it with your partner, like, why not? Yeah. So just making a space where people can come and share their stories and then people can hear that and be like, oh, like, I'm not alone or I'm not weird for having these thoughts and feelings. Like, it's okay to be different and it's okay to have multiple people that you're with or just one, Mm. or if you want to be tied up or like slapped, like, cool, just talk about it. We love Yeah, Or not have sex. Or or not have sex. Yeah. Like if if that's not your thing, even better, like love it. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. And that's kind of why we start ours too, is just not enough people talk about taboo shit on the internet. (laughs) And um, I mean, you do have a lot of interesting friends. I, we were just scrolling (laughs) through like the names of your episodes. We're like, Pasta fire? Yeah, that was a wild one. That was polygamist fun. call. Damn, you've you've had some fascinating guests. Thank you. Um, and what about like the just starting the podcast? Did you have help? Did you do it yourself? How did you just come up with everything? So I I'm really big, not not big. My fault in life is I get super stoked about things, but then don't actually act on them, and I just get like felt ADHD brain. I'm like I'm gonna do this, and I'll buy all the things for it, and not actually go for it. And mm-hmm. I was briefly dating this dude and i was talking to him about starting it and then he just went and bought me all the things for it and i was Aww. like well fuck now i actually have to do this because like <laughs> he bought me all the equipment yeah and i was like well i guess i have to do this now and i just started doing it and then it was just so much fun and it's it's fun to just talk and just have friends over and be like let's smoke weed like let's drink a little bit and let's just talk about our lives and talk about our days and People love to love to talk and everyone has stories. So like, yeah. come over and hang out and let's just vibe. I think that's one thing that you learn as a podcast host is everyone has something to talk about. Exactly. Even if you wouldn't think. And, and everyone has them, something interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Well, but yeah, but like even the things that may not be like cool to you, like someone else could hear and be like, oh, okay. Exactly. Like, you know right. I mean? So it's just expanding that horizon of things to talk about and people that you meet. Yeah. And it's funny too, looking at the analytics because you do that when you have a oh, podcast. Oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> um, but some Not of the things, yeah. But some of the episodes we thought would do well maybe didn't do as well, and then some of the episodes that were like, "eh, this is boring," but we'll exactly. put it out, like blew up, and we're like, yeah. "What is this?" Yeah. So it's, it's interesting. It's the um, interweb these days. Like people just find what they like, and, and you never know who you're gonna who you're gonna touch. I also think it's very much about like personality. If you like how someone talks about something yes. and interacts with guests, you will listen to them yeah. talk all day, every day with anybody. Yeah. And you're like, oh, I like that person. I want to hear them talk some more. Exactly. Yeah. Tell me some stories about your life. It's much more fun hearing someone else's voice for an hour, though, than you Exactly. Know. <laughs> you hear before this. You hear your voice, and you're like, that's how I sound. I'm like, okay. <laughs> I have to edit this. Exactly. <laughs> and let me tell you, people, do you know how many times Shay Luna says the word like? That's something I have to uh, Do you know how many edits I have to do? <laughs> or the mouth sounds that you don't realize. Oh, yeah. 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 It's like, weird. <laughs> all the time podcast have you, asmr have you exactly <laughs> so we thought it'd be fun to start off this episode since you have a sex podcast to talk about how did all of us find out about sex how did we get into the world oh that's a really good question um let me think about that did you have sex said did you have the birds and the bees talk did you just kind of stumble into a situation did you watch porn at the age of yeah. 10 and go so Actually, that I, looks fun. I used to love porn on Tumblr. And when they took Me that too. shit down, I was so sad because I I like porn to an extent. I found more that there's this podcast. Oh my gosh, what is it called? Um, I'm blanking on it. But, but like it's these spicy short stories. And I don't need to necessarily like see things. I'm more of like, I just like to hear how it's audio sounds. porn is underrated. Audio porn is fun. 
it is so fun. But I love Tumblr porn because it was just GIFs and it would play like right. it's the same like short clip over and over again. Because with actual porn, like the plot lines and the stories, like, you know, guy comes to the store. The guy's like, voice. Yeah, you know, guys and, and, and then just like guys being there, which is like cool. But like, I just want to see like your penis going in the vagina. I, like, right. That's all I really care about I here. I want to see you like grab someone's ass. Yeah. And do something but the whole like talking, talking back and forth of like what do i do stepbrother like help me i'm stuck <laughs> in the you know like just those weird things of it but i loved porn on tumblr but you know i'm not really one to masturbate i i do it every once in a while but like as as much as i love sex i could not have sex and be totally fine with it i go through these waves of where i'm like I wanna not alex all the time and then there's times where i'm just like <laughs> like just spoon yeah. me and like pet me and mm. feed me snacks but as far as how i like found out about sex, we love aftercare I, oh my god aftercare <laughs> is huge huge with things and yeah i just i love aftercare i'm it's actually really not a huge aftercare person really really that actually makes sense for you <laughs> oh explain why Alex. I, love it now. I feel like and maybe this is because you've been diagnosed as autistic by our friends but <laughs> all on the spectrum in one way or another like we're all there but i don't know you're just not like a very soft person when it comes to emotions you're more of like a all right let's get in out <laughs> this is what i want <laughs> let's do it i feel like people that really need aftercare generally are more like i don't know is sex emotional for you uh, i feel it could be it i could think be. It, it really depends on the person that's fair and i think it depends on the trifecta of I like this person, I am romantically attached to this person, and the sex is really good. Mm. If one of the yeah. like three points is missing, mm. like nothing. Yeah, <laughs> like, I'm just here. I'm just I'm just having a good time. This is a thing. Yeah, but I've never really needed much aftercare, even after mm. massive scenes. I think the only time I've had sub drop. If you've had some drop before, it's not a bad thing. It's not like morally. This is a kinky term. Yes, we don't know. Self drop. So, uh, sub drop. Sub drop. So when you're when you're a sub and you're going through like a really intense scene, which means you're basically it's either a hookup or it doesn't have to be sexual, just a kink thing yeah. that you're doing with someone. A lot of times, you know, you're giving up control. You can get into this mental state where you're almost like you almost feel high because you're just out of it and loopy and you're just happy to be there. Oh. And so after it, a lot of the times people have sub drop, which means they get out of that state and then they're like, oh, fuck. Like, that was crazy. Right. Or it's a dopamine oh, just okay. crash. Right. Because they're like, oh, I was like just chilling, having a good time. And now I have to go back to reality, you know? Interesting. Okay. Yeah. It's so very it's similar, I think, to how some people describe going to a convention or to a concert and having a really good time. Yeah. Okay. And then or even going on like day. a vacation and coming back right. and being like, damn, I, you know. Yeah. Well, yeah. This is real life. I don't like this. Right. It sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I think the only time I've really sub-dropped is after I did a scene with two somewhat unexperienced tops. Mm. And that was the only time I really sub-dropped. And it's kind of pissed that neither of them checked in on me the next day. But usually oh. I don't really sub-drop. And I don't really need much aftercare. And if you do, all props mm. to you. Like, you communicate that. Do you think... And this is going deep. This is a therapy all session right, now. All right. Let's do it. podcast. We're all fucked up. Putting my therapist hat on. Um... Do you think that has anything to do with your parents? <laughs> well, my dad is not dead. <laughs> <laughs> wow, fuck you. <laughs> you laughed. Showing, showing, off, say fuck you. showing off the alive parents, you know. Um, well, maybe a little bit. Neither of my parents were particularly... Aff- Neither of my parents are particularly affectionate people. Okay. And I've never really seen them act affectionately towards each other either. So... Maybe I don't know. I think I think aftercare for me is more of a mechanical body thing for me. I I think it's because I have ADHD and I've been taught coping mechanisms by my therapist that are very much centered around like take a shower, get caffeine in your system, go eat some protein, take a nap, and I'm more focused on like getting to the right chemical levels in my body than going oh, this is a soft, tender moment between me yeah. and whoever I was, like, partnered with. Mm. So it's more of a, like, body thing for me. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting, yeah. That's aftercare more of an emotional thing for you guys? For sure. Okay. Yeah. Because, yeah, I mean, for me, when I've done a scene or just hooked up with someone, like, it is kind of emotional for me. Even if I don't have necessarily a romantic connection to someone, it's still 
kind of an emotional ride for me. And so afterwards, I'm like, okay, I need to come down from the endorphins, you know, I need yeah, to definitely. and connect with the person I just did this with. Yeah. I didn't really, like, like, I had heard the term, but hadn't really processed like that was a thing until I met this dude on Hinge. He was awesome. We only actually hung out twice, but the first time that we hung out, no exaggeration, this dude made me come like 21 times in one wow. night. And I squirted for the first time ever, hey. only with this guy. But it was crazy because What's his like phone number? prior to you could <laughs> I, I actually think he's dating somebody now, but like his whole thing was that he knew that girls out there were not getting off in the ways that they should. So we had this full like full talk prior of like what he was gonna do. And then afterwards negotiation took a shower, Very he boring. rubbed my back, he massaged me, he put lotion on me he like held me he told me I was it was it was so crazy I was like this is amazing but coming like 21 times in one night I was literally just a shell of a human like it was amazing but I'm very happy but I was so happy and I was so tired and I called my best friend and I was like oh my god (laughs) you don't understand what I just went through right now but the aftercare part of it like if we hadn't done those things I probably would have gone home and been like I don't know how I feel about this like because it was just so much energy being released right I still haven't ever came that many times before (laughs) and not that I don't want to but I was so tired afterwards I was like this is crazy (laughs) like I'm just so like happy in those moments and have these crazy like feelings but it was the best thing afterwards of, yeah like, like him holding me and cuddling he's like you're beautiful la, la, la. and i was like i am like thank you <laughs> like i'm a dirty maybe slut, that's why like, i'm beautiful oh, i love that like, so that was crazy but yeah aftercare is huge it's, it's just important mm. thing to do yeah you come a people. lot alex maybe I that's why you, need, you come a lot I have what's your days. record I don't. I don't count. <laughs> <laughs> I. I am a squirter. I'll be honest. I. Okay. I mean. Okay. Everyone I, underestimates this. Well, the thing is, too, <laughs> we're swimming in this bitch over here. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> ruined I mattresses. Ruined okay. bed sheets. Yeah, I might have ruined a car too. Um, no shame. Oh God. No shame. <laughs> That's hard but, to claim. But uh, okay. no, I. I can come easily if it's. Again, if it's the right person. Okay. If you, first of all, at least vaguely know what you're doing. And also, I have to be attracted to you. So, I mean, yeah, I don't know. But aftercare for me very much is like, I mean, cuddling is a big thing for me. I love to cuddle. Cuddling, just chilling, doing nothing with the person that you just did a lot with and exchanged energy yeah. with, you know? Just kind of a come down. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Calm down. I, come, <laughs> I see what you did there. <laughs> This is going to be a very mature episode, oh, guys. Totally. Of course. <laughs> mm-hmm. Of course. Um, I would say now with my current partner, like, we will, like, cuddle, we'll spoon, and then I love to smoke weed. And, then, and like, we'll just smoke and chill and be like, high five. That was great. Like, <laughs> Hell yes. yes. Good team. Hell yeah. Go team go. It's teamwork. It's a team effort. Exactly. Yeah. It should be a team effort. It definitely is. Do you think, uh, going back to you, Raven, uh, being Catholic, do you think that affected how you feel about sex and how it's not necessarily always a priority for you or something that you feel you need? Um, hmm, interesting question. Yes and no, because when I was young, I, I did the – so I, I didn't do Catholic school, but I did the, like, classes and my parents are part of the church – I knew from a very young age that these people were weird and that it didn't feel right. (laughs) And then I started going to a Christian youth group with one of my teachers in seventh or eighth grade. And then I did it for like maybe six to eight months. I loved it. I was involved in the church and I had all these friends and my dad picked me up one night and was like, these people are wrong. You can't hang out here anymore. And I was in, I think it was eighth grade. And I was like, that doesn't make any sense. Like these, these are the nicest people that I've ever met. I'm so involved. I'm doing all these things. I, like, I have friends, feel the spirits. Yeah. And I was like, okay, like this is weird. Mm. So I would say just more of like in the Catholic church, you're shunned and judged for everything you do, no matter what. Yeah. And like, you're always wrong. And like, I didn't have sex until I was 18. And then even after that, like it wasn't a big deal. So I wouldn't. I guess it really wasn't until college that I really started to get, or you know what? It was when I moved out of my parents' house and I masturbated for the first time where I was like, well, this is crazy. (laughs) How old were you when that happened? Um, I think I was 20. I heard, I think I was 21 because I, yeah, because I I just started drinking and I would drink and eat. What was it? Pussy? Not, (laughs) I didn't didn't eat vagina until. I didn't even ask, are you bi? (laughs) So I would say I'm, Heterofluid of mm-hmm. I love 
male bodies more, but mm -hmm. us females are so beautiful and gorgeous. Like, how could you not love boobs and soft lips <laughs> and stuff? But I love the like strength of a man. And with me being so tall, I mm. like that like masculine, like, mm, like I just want to feel small. I am um, six feet flat right now. I'm like six, four, six, five ish clomping around. Mm. We're five. Two. Well, I'm I'm five three. I'm five one and three quarters. The three quarters makes a difference. It does. <laughs> it Thank does. you. Okay. Thank you. It. it makes a difference. Thank you for respecting my three quarters. <laughs> of course, you have to. <laughs> it all adds up. All adds up. It does. Um, yeah, but that's that's wild. I <laughs> I think I was like eight when I started masturbating. <laughs> really? Yeah. That's I think awesome. I was nine or ten. Yeah. But I lost my virginity later than both of you. Yeah, and neither of us really grew up in a religious household, right? Yeah, it was, it was pretty secular. We would go to church, but it would be like, eh, we're going to church to eat food and hang out <laughs> with people. Was it like a Chinese church? Uh, Yeah. Yeah. I did grow up in the Bible Belt, though. So my friends would try to drag <laughs> me to youth group a lot. Mm. And I thought it was very weird that I had to hang out with a bunch of like 10-year-olds that were their <laughs> friends and then put on a t-shirt while swimming. And I was like, I'm out. I don't like this. <laughs> The t-shirt while swimming was just the final straw. It really was. It's I terrible. Was, you why like why are these your friends? Wait, you had to do this too? Um, I, <laughs> not a lot, but like at times, yes. And like, I just, it just feels weird. Like, no, I don't like it. Like, I'm going to huh. drown. <laughs> like, <laughs> I grew up reformed Jewish, which if you don't know, is like one of the less religious versions of Jewish. Um, and I'm, I mean, I'm ethic, ethnically Jewish but and culturally but i'm not really my family's not really religious i don't know if you don't if you don't know much about that just google yeah, ethno-religious cultural <laughs> whatever judaism is weird i think they'll get different results about different things right now oh god yeah that's true <laughs> maybe don't google that but yeah no we we went to synagogue but it wasn't like a you have to believe this it was like hey we're Can jewish we, we should do this and celebrate holidays yeah it's the holidays yeah. <laughs> so we're just gonna go and show face yeah yeah so i don't know do you Did still you celebrate anything catholic do you do no. anything catholic um i would say i'm more of like a satanist if anything these days or i just believe of like treat people how you want to be treated and don't be a dick and my version so of like, the afterlife is hanging out with all of my cats and dogs that have passed up like i'm gonna get up in this field and like yes. all of the animals that have Hell ever yeah. been in my life are going to be there and my friends and we're just going to hang out and party so i yeah. don't think there's like a white dude in a cloak upstairs but i think there's something higher than us and like yeah. we're all just like there, there's too much of us to not be something after this yeah we exist yeah like so. it, it, it can't just end like and if it does i guess i was wrong and that kind of stuff i mean at this, but, that point you don't know about it so true right like Fuck it. Dead, so <laughs> it doesn't really make a difference like my dad anymore. oh my god <laughs> always goes back to the dead dad i love it i love it um, are you religious alex what you're not like i'm not religious no. but what do you believe i mean <laughs> i wouldn't i wouldn't even say i'm necessarily agnostic because i'm not like a like you i'm not necessarily a god person i'm just like something's probably out there but yeah i don't really think about it yeah, like i'll use the the term god but it's just as like a higher presence energy floating mm -hmm. in the air it's probably yeah. aliens honestly <laughs> if we really want to get into it it's like we're just in this little dish and they're just playing with <laughs> us you know what i mean but it's would you fuck an alien <laughs> yeah I mean, I think that's under monster fucker. Class. Under monster fucker, <laughs> I think so. <laughs> that's a kink. That's a kink. <laughs> a very common kink. Actually. It is. Yeah, yeah. I learned about that recently. I mean, I we like, we okay. reenacted that. Oh my god! <laughs> Who was a monster? I fucked Shay with a monster dick. Interesting. <laughs> it was like a strap-on situation. I did what not does take a monster much of dick it? look like? It looks like what a monster dick would look like. Just imagine what you think it's a monster dick is. Ginormous and okay. it's very Shaped colorful. Weird. Okay, and it has weird ridges. Interesting. I did not enjoy Google that experience. You, I, you did not enjoy your experience either. You okay? It was too big for you. A and B. We were surrounded by gross men that were watching. So not as because it was at a kink convention. Okay. So and then we left, and a line of people were just telling us, "Thank you." Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Like, so I should much. be charging you, actually. <laughs> <Honestly>. Yeah. <laughs> now, now we can pass out business cards for the there podcast. There you go. Oh, did you like that? Listen to the podcast. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> you want to hear more about how gross you are? Here. Love it. <laughs> Love it. You should come to Polygon next year. 
I would love to. That'd Honestly, so it's a good time. Yeah, it's bring a good your fucking time. Okay, it's a giant. It's one of the bigger kink conventions I think worldwide. It's it was like three thousand people this past year. Is it in Phoenix? It's in it's in Atlanta, Atlanta, which is where I live okay. every May. But also casinos. Oh, okay. It's like, do you guys not have casinos? No, oh, we, we have casinos. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I was trying to sell Orlando. <laughs> <laughs> um, they have two cats they're very cute oh i have two cats as well <laughs> yes we are cat people here for sure we are we're animal people I, I bonded with shay's roommate's cat you know um she so, liked you which is very upsetting for me <laughs> <laughs> i mean apparently she only likes white, white men, men and i'm like halfway there i'm non-binary I'm so, like halfway there, so yeah. that's why she validated your gender identity yeah your Aww. your cat no is... human needs to validate it anymore no yeah, I just needed Oso to understand. Hell yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> but did you guys have sex ed of any kind or like a talk with uh, your parents? Not for my parents. I had a talk with my mom that I remember being very uncomfortable. <laughs> and it was with a book and she was like, your body's changing. And then I think I brought the book to school the next day and like brought it to my girlfriends and was like, guys, have you seen this? Do you Kinda know where thing? to like, you- Yeah. <laughs> and then I didn't get my first period until eighth grade and it was field oh, day. Oh damn, you were a late bloomer. Oh, I was no. definitely a late bloomer. It was field day and I was like, I can't do field day. I got my period. And I was like, I'm not going to be able to do anything. And then you realize that society just goes on and mm-hmm. you're required, you're required to still be an adult and pay your taxes and go to work mm-hmm. and do these things. And men have no idea what it's like. Like you mm-hmm. have no idea that I'm bleeding right now and mm-hmm. I am fully functioning and dealing with all, like all the world. Mm-hmm. Things. Cramps hormones yeah but but thinking about it my parents like after that talk like we didn't i don't remember talking about sex with them ever or like talking with my brothers because i i'm the um i'm the oldest of three but Mm. like i don't think i ever talked with sex even now like Mm. dating wise i've like talked about like partners but i'm not like oh yeah i fuck this guy i'd be like oh my god don't don't talk to me about that (laughs) like you're my brother i don't want to hear about you having sex (laughs) but my brother did actually date my best friend for a short amount of time and i heard them have sex multiple <gasps> times so that was always weird but i had hooked up with her first so i was like he's like god you're so fucking weird i'm like you're fucking my best friend who i live with like sorry not sorry dude so, that's hilarious <laughs> that was always a joke have you ever heard the the song thank god you introduced me to your sister I don't think I have, but I'm. <laughs> <laughs> you should send that to her. <laughs> I will. It's it's this lesbian. It's like a Paramore vibe. It's like a punk rock band, um, and it's about this girl was dating the boy, and then it met the sister. There you go. Come and there then you go. the plot changed. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the story of your life, at least in that scenario. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> what about you, Shay? I had sex ed in school. My parents like never talked about it i don't think they ever would have talked to me about it if i didn't come i'm going do you guys know about sex <laughs> what what is that <laughs> but uh How did they act when you asked them about that question i think they evaded it they were, i could see that they were they went what do you want for dinner <laughs> do, do you want to go watch a movie <laughs> i don't i've never gotten explicit sex ed for my parents i got sex ed from school but you grew up in the bible belt right when i first got sex ed it was in fifth grade and i was in a northern state so i was mm. not in the bible belt okay. yet and then when i got sex ed again in high school it was in the bible belt and it was significantly worse than the sex ed i got in fifth grade <laughs> that sounds very i mean i grew up in alabama and that alone should tell you everything <laughs> not good <laughs> our sex ed in seventh grade was they would separate the boys and the girls sit us down and I don't know what they did with the boys, but they made all the girls sign a V card, like a physical no. V card. That was a pledge <laughs> to wait until your husband I mean, lose the V card. You did do that. I signed it. I didn't keep that promise. But you did. You lost your virginity to your husband. To someone who then later became my husband 10 years later. Okay, Worked time. out. See, you um, but then pledge. I also fucked many other people. I don't think my gym teacher would approve of that. <laughs> Why are always gym teachers? <laughs> Sorry, Mrs. Smith. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, it was always the gym teacher in the South, at least. <laughs> they always wear polos and cockies, mm-hmm. and there you go. I'm like, pretty sure that specific teacher was lesbian, too. Probably. Yeah. Probably. Probably. And you recently, Shay, came out to your, at least one of your parents, right? As bi, not yeah, about yeah. having sex. <laughs> uh, 
I think that they can think I'm a virgin until I die. That's fine. That's fine. We'll just <laughs> That's keep fine. it that way. I think like, they suspect that I've already had sex. Yeah. But, but they don't want to We're not like going to have this conversation. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It does not exist. My little brother got caught having sex in the basement. Because <gasps> there are cameras down there. And my parents oh my asked me, do you think it's too young to be having sex in your teenage years? So I almost felt like they were indirectly trying to figure out when I lost my when, virginity. Yeah, and you I sex, like, did that? not give that information. I'm like, well, what are you going to do? Force him to give it back? Sure. <laughs> Force him to give it back? <laughs> this, this is a... Sh- Closed case. Also, why are you asking me? Why am I being asked this? So they like saw it on the cameras and then like talked about it, or like they saw it on the cameras and then walked downstairs and was like, "You're having sex right now." Because both are weird. <laughs> because like it's saved somewhere. You know what right, I mean? Like they right. can watch it back. I think they saw. They they didn't see it live. They okay. saw it like in a recording, and then I think went to me. And then my brother found and out is this a that younger... they figured it out. And then he also came to me. Is this a younger out. sibling? It's my only oh. sibling. Younger though. Yes. Okay. And they both... So you were like the wise older one. Yes. <laughs> I got converged on by both of them. And I was I I'm in another state going, why is this why are you asking me? <laughs> so you what were in to college do? at this point? Yes. That's hilarious. <laughs> and I thought this was like the funniest thing on the planet. That is hilarious. Because oh, yeah. if I got caught losing my virginity in the basement, my parents would have murdered me. I just still have questions. Why are there cameras? Yeah, well, like why in the basement? I think it was- <laughs> What are your parents doing? Is my follow up <laughs> question. <laughs> like, they're like, oh yeah, we just have these down here. You're like, what are you doing down there? She is slowly realizing where her kink comes from. Exactly. <laughs> What kink? Which one? <laughs> all of them. All it's of them. all genetic. All it stems from the basement. Technically, <laughs> technically, some kinks are genetic. So you might know some shit about your mother that you don't want to know about. <laughs> <laughs> you chirp, 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 chirp. <laughs> you should see their face right now. So, anyways, <laughs> you horrified me. I'm horrifying you back. Actually, podcast God and I are like. 95% sure my mother's secretly a bisexual and isn't out to herself even. Interesting. Because every time oh, really? she like, is talking about a woman, any woman, the first thing she mentions is if they have a nice ass or nice tits. Oh, okay. Just as think, if that's a normal I don't think thing. that's secretly. She's like, yeah, you know this this lady I was talking to, she has <laughs> a great breast. Just great. A plus. Uh, anyways, I was talking to her and I'm like, You're like okay, good to know. Mother? <laughs> <laughs> So the question is, is she a boobs person or a butt person? I don't know, but she is That's a like, great question. aggressively straight to herself. Like she thinks she's very straight. Oh. And okay. she's not like, like she'll be nice to someone if they're gay or trans, mm-hmm. but like she doesn't want her child to be. Like God, she freaked the fuck like, out God forbid. when she found God out forbid. I was bi. Yeah. So. Interesting. So like homophobic, but also not, but also kind of. But maybe she is because she like deep down is is mm-hmm. herself, and that's why she's so extreme. With yes, it. and Russian culture is very homophobic, and that's where yes. she grew up. Yeah. How so, old is your mom? She's like almost sixty. I think your mom needs to have a lesbian renaissance period in her fifties. <laughs> yeah. Sixties. Why not? Yeah. Bring her on the podcast. Oh God. <laughs> She that does way. not know this exists. That way, <laughs> she won't feel like she's replacing your dead dad. She can replace him <laughs> with, with, an alive a, woman? with a man, alive with a woman. woman. Yeah. <laughs> uh. So, BDSM. We actually haven't talked much about kink. We really haven't. Are you in the kink world at all? I know you have interviewed a couple of people about kinky stuff. So I wouldn't say I'm necessarily in the world, but I know like a little bit more than average amount of it. Mm. And I have a lot of friends that are involved with it. Mm. So I see it and I respect it and I love it. Mm. I have like a couple kinks myself, but I'd say I'm pretty chill for the most part mm-hmm. with things. And you don't like go to events? No, but I would love to. I would love to go to an Come. experience it and I'm I down and I want to like see it all. Mm-hmm. And I think it's so fascinating mm-hmm. and it's so different. And like, I love it as long as you've talked about it with your partner and there's yeah. consent, like do whatever the fuck you want. Like, come and talk to me about it. Like, tell me all the and things. Come. And come. Exactly. And come, <laughs> please. Because not enough people come. And I think that's a big problem as a society as a whole, especially with women, is that if more women orgasmed, the world would be a better place. I agree. Honestly. This is that's the secret to world peace, actually. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so what about, 
I know it has mentioned on your podcast that you do OnlyFans. Is that still a thing? Yes and no. I don't really post on it anymore, mm-hmm. but I do have a couple people that have followed. Like, I think I have like maybe like 10 followers kind of thing. And it's and better than I had. <laughs> and they'll like hit me up from time to time and ask for things. And they'll just buy me stuff from my, um, what's it called? My list. Like on the Amazon. wish list wish or whatever. Yeah, which is great. Yeah. Um, but I don't like I'm down for it, but it's just a lot of work. It is. And I've gone through like periods where like I've been super active on it. And I think the most I ever made in a month was like 500 bucks, mm. which is cool. But like I have a girlfriend who at least makes the last time I talked to her, she made like seven grand in a month. She just got Damn. her boobs done and bought a brand new Jeep. So like the, there is money to be made on there and I respect the women that do it. I just am lazy when it comes to it because you have to make a lot of content, a lot of content. And what, and what people don't think about is that like with these guys or girls, it's like, they want to feel like they're with you and that you're actually like dating them to an extent. And so you have to be talking to them constantly throughout Mm. the day. And they want to have that like, Oh, like this is my partner. This is my girlfriend kind of thing, which like, Mm. if you pay me, I will give you that illusion. But also like I have a life and I have things that I want to do. And like, I get really sleepy and I just don't want to be on my phone (laughs) a lot of the times, you know what I mean? Or like with my cats or, or or, like I get high and forget about things. So it's (laughs) like, I go through these waves with it. So like now I'm like, I'm still on there, but I'm not like actively posting but like if you want to subscribe subscribe like mm. bye bye <laughs> if you want to come see my tits <laughs> exactly exactly yeah. so I, I i think it's awesome and then when everything happened back with covid like it just blew the top yeah. off of it like people were going crazy mm. with it everybody had one and like it's awesome people should be able to make their own money and and like with the king stuff like there's it's such a broad thing like that and mm-hmm. there's so many different things that people like like why not do something that's kind of out there like feed stuff and make money mm-hmm. off of feed stuff like girls are making six figures mm-hmm. from selling pictures of their feet why would you ever work an actual yeah. job like it's crazy i mean sex work is the oldest profession it is and like people love to have sex guys mm-hmm. mainly are weird and have these like okay not weird guys are because i don't want to like put down people and, that yeah are, like, we don't think shame here yeah, but, no, yeah. But, like guys have interesting things that they like and they want and like why should i not get paid for that like yeah why not? if i'm gonna do it might if, as well get paid yeah, for exactly it. pay me for it like why not yeah and i think to that point it's not necessarily that girls aren't kinky but i think it's easier for a girl to get someone to do something exactly. oh, yeah. to be like, Oh, I want you to choke me or whatever. If a guy, you know, tries to do it, depending on how successful they are just in the dating world, they might not be able to find someone in real life. That and that's the thing too, of that it's would be a lot done. easier for those type of people to find that online versus yes. in person because they may just be kind of socially awkward or like mm-hmm. don't have that confidence. Whereas online you have that screen. Mm-hmm. So like you can say the craziest shit to somebody, but yeah. like in person you would never say something to yeah. somebody like that. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So I, I love taking men's money in, um, in, in particular. <laughs> like I love taking their money. So like, like if, if you want, yes, yes. Like if you You're want some out there stuff, like let's talk about it and cool. Yeah. We'll link their OnlyFans. And, uh, exactly. <laughs> I love it. Um, yeah. I, I Shay wanted me to mention this, but I started OnlyFans very briefly. I mean, it still exists, but I have zero followers because I realized I would have to market it. And I was like, I don't want my face attached to it and in then, public. And then that's a thing too. Yeah. And if you don't market it, who's going to find it? And that's a, exactly. And and so that's a thing with it is like, it's, there's not like a face. Well, there, there's like a um, Facebook feed of, of people that you can follow, but mm-hmm. if you don't follow that person, you're not going to see their stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So you have to like put it out there for like people to find it and be like big feet person, or you like, dolls or you know Mm -hmm. whatever those things are like you have to have that platform yeah you want you want big tits follow alex yeah Yeah. (laughs) if you want no boobs follow me (laughs) we have both sides we have options here i'm gonna be on a good day (laughs) (laughs) so if you want to support my failed only fans project exactly um so you you've interviewed a lot of sex workers on your podcast right you've interviewed porn stars strippers possibly others. Yeah. Um, what has been your experience and have those been mostly your friends or people you've met just in general with those interviews? Um, let me think about that. So one of the girls, the one who was the unicorn, she was my best friend's friend in high school. And she was actually the first person that I've met 
And she was like, your podcast made me feel more like, oh, oh okay with myself. And that like, it was like that. that There's like, a lot of that, shame. Like, yeah. yeah. And, and it, like, she was yeah. the, the first person that like came up to me and like told me that. And I was like, oh my God, I've That's accomplished awesome. what I wanted. Like I've had one person feel like better in, in their self and she's amazing. Um, but, but I, I would say it's more of, of like my friends and then friends talking to people and being like, Hey, I have this friend that has this podcast, mm -hmm. like come on there and talk kind of thing. Yeah. But that's, what's so great about having a podcast is that people want to talk about it, but they don't yeah. have a space for it. So like, right I mean, you're a friend of a friend. We don't know you. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. But now we're <laughs> we friends. Now we're we friends. We yeah. So it's, it's just fun to be able to have that. And like, I'm very open with talking about sex and like once you're around me for maybe like 10 minutes, I feel like I definitely put off that vibe and like people just start telling me things. Mm. I'm like, let me grab my mic. Like, let's, like, let's, like, let's podcast. Yes, that's hilarious. Cause I feel like, I don't know if Shay feels like this, but my partner and I, we've been together for 12 years. Mm -hmm. We've been openly by and poly for pretty much the last six years with our friends or at least ENM of some kind. And yeah, everyone like the randomest people that you would not expect will come to us and just confess things. Yeah, and you're like, like okay. sexual things, things they want to try, and we're like, "That's great, like, but I'm why me?" Eat pasta right now. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Chill. It's a Tuesday. Yeah. But, like, but also, I love it. Don't yeah. stop. Oh, no, it's great. <laughs> Anyone listening, stories. like I am always a safe space if you need to talk to someone about it. But it's just funny because once you're, once you make it obvious that you're okay about talking about things people are like okay well you're the one person i know yeah exactly yeah. and it's like cool let me hear your stories let's vibe and and mm -hmm. then like if you want to come on the podcast and talk about it cool yeah if you want to use your actual name you can't like mm -hmm. if you're if you don't want to use it like let's come up with a fake name like yes. whatever makes you feel more comfortable in yourself for sure i don't think people necessarily i don't think i'm as explicitly open about it that's true i'll talk about it and usually catch people off guard i think there's just something about my vibe that people assume. I mean, you kind of look like you're a good little, like, two-shoes, yeah. you know, goody two-shoes. That's a key, too. That. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> but I think if there's space not, by the to way. talking about certain things, I'm totally cool talking about it. And then people go, oh, really? You? And then that opens up the door for them to talk. And I think even if it's not, like, a sexual thing or a kink thing, some people just think i'm a very good therapist figure like people just will confess crazy shit to me and i go i just met you but i'm i hope i hope your life goes well okay. <laughs> i think some people just are like very comfortable talking to people who are almost closer to a stranger than like a really yeah. good friend because yeah. it's like okay this person's very they're not gonna judge not you because they don't know you yeah so I think I give off a non-judgmental vibe, but I don't think people would assume I'm in this space myself. Nice. Yeah. Little sneak attack for you. Yeah. <laughs> Very unpredictable. I think um, we both kind of have the vibe that, so we're both turning 30 pretty soon. Congratulations. And <laughs> whew, we're going to do an episode on that. But um, most people meet us and they think that we're either in like high school or college age. Like no one thinks we're over the age of like 24 usually. That's great. Yeah, and it's funny, and we're like, well, actually, we've done all this stuff and experienced all this life, and they're like, you? You? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, I'd rather have, like, a crazy, spicy life than, like, a boring, mundane, vanilla, like, mm -hmm. never doing anything and being, like, clutch my pearls, like, you want to choke me in the bedroom? Like, <gasps> what? Like, no. The horror. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, let's mix it up and try new things yes. and talk to people about things, because that's the thing. People don't talk about it, and then when you start talking about mm -hmm. it, it's like, I know you, you I, I know you have some things in there. Like, yeah. I'm weird. You're weird. Let's hang out. Like, let's, let's bring them out here. Yeah. <laughs> Let it out. Or they're vanilla and they're very ashamed of it. Exactly. Yes. And if you're vanilla and you really love it and you've tried other stuff and you're like, not for me. Yeah. yeah. All the power That's to awesome. you. Yeah. Like, our kink is a lot of work. Our friends that we had on the podcast, like on episodes four and five, Alec and Marcella, shout out to you guys. Um, they're from, you know, a very religious background. They're generally monogamous vanilla for the most part, but like they are open-minded as fuck. Like yeah. our whole conversation that we had, they just asked us questions and weren't judgmental and everything. If you can be like that, and even if you don't want to try things, if you can just be open to hearing about other people's lives and not and be understanding, right. Then it's like, okay, yeah. Like no judgment if that's not your thing, yeah. but there are so many people that 
are so ashamed that they want you to be ashamed of it too. Exactly. Right. It's like, man, nice try. <laughs> yep, sorry. Don't nice got that try. in me. Yes. Um, so kind of changing gears a little bit. I know we saw you, you do a lot of activism. I don't know if you still do, but you, you went to a rally oh about God, abortion rights yeah. and, um, you got tear gas. Is that right? Yeah, that was, it was so crazy. I was at the Capitol. I had never gone to anything like that. And I think I was supposed to have a friend go with me and she bailed last, uh, last minute. And so was this like DC Capitol or like the Capitol of Arizona? Uh, here. Uh, yeah. That, okay. that would be crazy, like at the actual Capitol. That would have been insane. But Noah was here. I was going to have a friend go with me, and she bailed. And then I almost didn't go. And I was like, no, like this is important. We, like, we have to fight for our bodies. Like We have to do this. Mm-hmm. And we were at the actual – was it was it the – we were at some building downtown. It might have been the Capitol. And people Courthouse started yelling – I think that's what it was. It all happened so fast, honestly. But people were like, cops are here, cops are here. And then all of a sudden you just like you hear like doof, doof, like shoot off and like this like tink hit the ground. And and then just like this like smoke gas stuff starts coming up. So then I started to run and then the wind changed and just oh, blew no. and I like oh, ran through this shit. crowd and I was on the phone with my old roommate. And it just like I could feel like burning like it came in through my mouth and my eyes i was on the phone she's like stop talking to me and just run i was like this is insane oh my god and i got into my car and i was like shaking because i was just so hyped up and it was just such a the energy that came off of the crowd of like everybody being there for the same reason Mm. like i like have chills right now thinking about it like it was so empowering to be part of something like that and Mm. i was so proud of that that i went and I went to a Black Lives rally because that was in 2020. Yeah, so I I had done that, but that was much more like us just like going around and like just uh, just like talking to people kind of thing. But that was, I mean, it was crazy. But like people were also like they stormed the building and like started to like bang on the glass, which is cool to an extent. But like I'm not here to like burn things down. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it sounds cool in theory, but like that's not how you fix things and like make change. Because I, I, I feel like they're just going to be more just mean about things. Mm-hmm. Um, but that was a really cool day and a really yeah. like I'm, I'm really glad that it. It was definitely like scary, and then mm-hmm. also to like go up to people and like I love to podcast, but I get weird sometimes because like I can talk to people all the time but like when i have a mic i just feel like people are gonna think i'm dumb for like asking to, to talk to me mm-hmm. no one has ever done that no one's yeah. ever been mean or said no like people want to talk about things but like it's scary to be like you want to talk like talk on my podcast and mm-hmm. like oh my gosh yes but that was really fun i yeah. enjoyed it that's cool so you actually interviewed people at the event yeah wow yeah. that's cool talk to some moms talk to some uh, moms and daughters talk to some i think there was like an older lady that let me park at her house that I talked to as well. That was super mm-hmm. nice. So it, it was a really cool thing. That's awesome. Yeah. Community is coming together. It's really important. Yeah. And like, we have to fight for our bodies and we have we to do. fight for the right of like, nobody can tell me what to do with my body. Like it's, it's not nope, cool. Nobody. Man, especially our fucking government. Like that's not okay. Especially a bunch think, of government yeah. officials who Old white have no that medical are, degrees. That, yeah. No don't knowledge. Know anything. And they couldn't find like, the clits down here and you're like no dude that's my knee (laughs) like you're not even close like it's just yeah so i it's it's scary like with what's happened but we just have to keep talking about it Mm -hmm. and fight for our rights because our i mean i don't want kids i just have cats but like kids going forward have to have a world where they can feel comfortable and like not be afraid to have sex Mm -hmm. and like if you get pregnant like what's gonna happen yeah like that's scary like yeah kids yeah (laughs) why is only the girl shamed and yeah not the fucking man yeah like i wouldn't be here if it wasn't for you and like i didn't consent to you coming inside me right now yeah so like it's yeah it's so frustrating nope you're the one i was to go through a traumatic birth yeah yeah to prove a point for a child that you don't want and now you're shamed for not wanting that child and Mm -hmm. you have to take care of it and they're forcing like children to carry children exactly like that's Mm -hmm. fucked up kids that have been raped by adults and now like Mm -hmm. a 14 year old girl has to have like oh oh," like "Mm." (laughs) that's not okay yeah not the business so many so many things happening this year in general in politics oh my gosh yeah oh my trans people are having a rough time yes gay people 
Especially in Florida. What's going on in Florida? Uh, They they have this whole don't say gay law, I think it's called, or maybe it's a set of laws, but basically you're not allowed to talk about being gay at all in schools. What? So like if a kid comes out to a teacher, they have to like tell the parents or like the the teacher, if they're gay, they can't talk about like their partner in class. In public schools? It's a public school. Like Florida. (laughs) That doesn't make any Mm -hmm. sense. Like I could get more like schools that are private Mm -hmm. and that you pay for. I don't think that's okay. But like, if you're paying to go there, cool to an extent. Yeah. But a public school, like yep. that's not that shouldn't. And then also they like banned a bunch of books that talk about civil rights, and they're like trying to change the way that Black people are talked about and hit Black history. It's it's insane. Yeah. Yep. Florida Handmaiden's Tale, man. That's like that's how that shit that, starts. That feels more mm-hmm. and more more real every year. Yeah, oh and it's, it's really scary up. because like. When you start to ban people's right to speak and the freedom of speech, like that's when shit really gets intense. And that's when it's like, what do you mean I can't talk about these things? Like we need to talk about these things. And again, this is a public school. This is a public environment. As long as you're not like preaching hate, you know what I mean? Like that shouldn't be okay of like any sort. But to say that you can't talk about being gay and like how scary to be those kids and to feel Mm -hmm. so scared because I'm sure kids are getting bullied. Mm -hmm. And like bullied, even if they're not gay, it's like, I'm just existing. And now these yeah. kids, and they, sh- they probably feel like they have the right to do that to these kids now mm-hmm. because of that. Like, oh yeah. I, so as a non-binary person, some non-binary people consider them, themselves trans, some don't, but I'm in a bunch of trans groups on Facebook, like private groups. And I've seen people post anonymously so many times being like, I live in Florida. You know, I came out to my teacher and I don't know what to do now. I don't know if my parents are going to find out. Like, am I going to get kicked out? It's just heartbreaking That's reading terrible. this yeah. stuff. It's like, you don't deserve, you, you deserve privacy. You, you thought you had a safe space in your teacher. I saw one person post that said they are a teacher in Florida. Oh. And they were like, I had a student come out to me recently and I don't know what to do because I don't want to lose my license, my teaching license. They'll lose their license if they don't tell. And they're like, That's I don't know if up. anyone's going to find out That's that I know and didn't say anything, but I don't want to like out the student. What do I do? You know? Wow. That's really scary. And then it's also, I think, terrifying to be a teacher and have to go, you can't come out to me. Yeah. Yeah. To protect like, stop both talking. of us. Nope, don't say like, it. Nope. Don't, don't say, it. say it. And then that poor kid who, oh my God. And at one point, do we get cameras in the basement? And then what? <laughs> Big brother. I mean, (laughs) I mean, as a Russian, you'd understand surveillance state, huh? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I when I was born, it wasn't the Soviet Union anymore, but yeah. So good times. That's crazy, and yeah, it's just. I mean, it's a public school. It needs to be talked about to an extent. I don't think it needs to be shoved in people's faces. Of like. that's a, that, that like hard thing of like, I, I think it's just important to talk about it. Like we don't have to make it be like, this is what, like how, hmm, sorry. I have like so many thoughts bounced around my head right now. I'm, that's I'm okay. trying to figure out how, how I want to say this. Yeah. It needs to be talked about, but it shouldn't be shoved down people's throats. But like mm-hmm. talking about like, this is a thing and it's okay. Yeah. You don't have to like it, but like, this is real. Mm-hmm. And we, we just have to kind of talk about it to know that it's there. But like, if you're mm-hmm. not down with it, that's totally fine. Yeah. But like you can't be mean to people. You can't shame people because yep. of it. Like, but it needs to be talked about. Yeah. And this whole idea of, you know, drag queens or gay people, you know, oh, being like- pedophiles or like trying to convert kids. I'm like, do you know how many people were gay their whole life and they were just afraid to come out? Exactly. No one told, like everyone around them was straight and they just, they were gay the whole time. <laughs> yeah. And nobody knew. Yeah. And they felt this like, and they were like talked down to themselves and feel mm-hmm. bad about themselves and feel like they want to kill themselves. And then, then you have like all those cases mm-hmm. where it's like, these young kids are killing themselves because they feel like they're wrong inside and they're yeah. not okay. And that just, it breaks my heart. They're so, they're so little. And to feel yeah. like that's the only option you have. Yeah. Is to end your life. Like, oh. Yeah. I really don't agree with the faction of people who are aligned with us ideologically that go, well, we need to tolerate the intolerant. I don't agree with that. No. If you yeah. if you're not tolerant, I I think you're just kind of like a piece of shit. Yeah. And like you cannot think it's okay 
That's totally fine. But don't be a dick about it and then yeah, push if your you views on people. That's okay. I still think it's very uncool for you to think that a kid should die for this. Yes, exactly. Right. Exactly. Like you cannot think that it's okay and be like that kid shouldn't kill himself. Like that kid could be gay, could not be gay, but you just need to be like, all right, cool. That's them. I'm just going to walk away. Right. Like live your life. Let them do what they want to do. But like for them to think like, yeah, they should kill themselves or they shouldn't be able to talk about it yeah. in public. Like what? No, yeah. we should be able to talk about anything. That's wild. And that's why things like this podcast. Exactly. Yeah. That's Where why we have podcasts rant. to talk to people Because, you know, it. maybe you're a kid in Florida and you just found us. Hi, hello. Hello. Hi, Florida. We love you. You're awesome. <laughs> you are. Be gay if you want to. Exactly. And be you trans. Are and you're be, not alone. Be and you. it's okay to be different. It's also okay to be straight. You yeah. Know? If you want to be straight, cool. <laughs> Anything's good. Just don't be mean. Future Alex here. Just wanted to chime in and say I don't love the way we worded this because being gay, being trans is not a choice. People are born that way. People exist that way. And we could do a whole other episode on this. But just want to mention it's not necessarily that you want to be a certain way. You are a certain way and you are valid in that. And you're also valid if it changes throughout your life. Gender, sexuality is fluid and we just have to respect each other. It's not necessarily a choice. It's just part of our identity. That's it. Thank you for listening. Back to the podcast. Is there anything, any last thing you want to mention or talk about that we haven't brought up? Well, I guess my question would be to, you know, start on something a little more light. Since oh, yeah. we got Bring a little deep there. Um, you said this was your first experience being on another podcast. Yes. How was it? I hated it. You guys are <laughs> terrible. The absolute worst. No. Unprofessional. You heard rude. it here. They Don't bullied be a guest. me. No, this is, really, this is really cool. And I, I love your message. I love that you guys are talking about this. I've learned a bunch about, like, with the term. Um, you said, Subspace. Uh, subspace and then Sub-drop. the, the aftercare e, uh, oh enm yes Ethical yes i've like heard of that before but not learned about it so mm-hmm. i would love to come back on i would love to have you yeah, guys on yeah. my podcast when i get my shit together which is yes happen sooner than later like i just love that let this be motivation yes no this honestly, is motivation. being here is so fun and i did I've, I've really enjoyed myself and you guys are pretty cool you're pretty cool hang out locally <laughs> and we're extra cool together yeah the ultimate hey. coolness so don't <laughs> stop keep it up because there are kids out there in florida there are people in other places yeah. that think things like these are wrong and mm-hmm. bad and it's not it just yeah we're just such about. normal people yeah there's such wait. a range of just experiences in the world and it's, it's beautiful a spectrum. there's a spectrum for yeah. everything and it's okay it's, totally and it's okay. okay yeah we i mean we've also looked at where we have viewers because we can see the countries we have viewers and our listeners in India and in Nepal and Denmark so cool. and some so many places that we don't know anyone in. And it's like, that's awesome. Hopefully this is helping you somehow. Yeah. Shout out to you, Nepal. Thank you for listening. Thanks crazy. for listening. Do you have any last questions, Shay? I think that we should hang out because you live locally. Yes, <laughs> I would love that. I that's feel left out. kink event. I've never... Got, have I gone? I, I went to the Wallen House for Halloween two years ago, and they had. I don't think I've been to that. It's 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 pretty cool. Um, they did like fire spinning and burlesque, and they did shibari, but we missed it. Uh, I was actually super bummed about that because shibari like, is rope. Yeah, if you don't know. have you tried shibari, I haven't, but I have a friend that does it, and I wanted to come on the podcast and tie me up and podcast while I'm tied up. <laughs> so she has this That's whole hard. setup. I, I love just, that. I just want to try it and talk about it, but no, it looks cool. It looks fun. Yeah, I like being tied up now in general with just like blankets and such. So let's get some actual rope and try it. Yeah, hell yeah. There's something about losing control and being restrained. It's yes, just- because I have a lot of control in my life and I feel the need to control just things. So drop sometimes balls it's nice to just let it go and be like, I'm just a baby. <laughs> like, I'm, just, I'm just a baby. Yeah. Do what you want. That's really all kink comes down yeah. to. Yeah, and then just finding that kind of at the bottom. Yeah, and it's nice to mix it up because I, I find that I'm very dominant in my actual life but with my partner it's nice to like take a step back and be like all right you have control right now like, you know what i mean <laughs> right. do whatever I you want control things all the time it's like i don't want to have that control yes. i just want to be thrown around and yeah just have fun with it oh all. yeah we love negotiate people yeah yeah, yeah.
But thank you so much. This has been so fun. Yeah. Thank yeah, you for being here. You. This was a lot of fun. You're awesome. Your podcast is awesome. Thank you so much. Listen and to Raven After Dark on Spotify. Yes, check thank out you. Raven After Dark and the OnlyFans if you're interested. Yeah. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. So <clears throat> we love sharing our polyam, ENM, and queer journeys with others. Thank you for listening. Please leave a review on whatever you used to listen to podcasts and tell your friends to check us out. Hit subscribe to join the community and tune in next week for the next episode. You can also follow us on Instagram at enemies to lovers podcast, the number two, not the letter. I mean, not the word. <laughs> a big thank you to our producer, Alex, because podcast God is playing D&D probably. And if you're a tra- gay, trans, or and I'm Rachel, or just in Florida, from you. Or in Florida. <laughs> or in Florida. We'd love to hear from you. Come come hit us up. We're always looking for new guests for the podcast, especially guests with new perspectives and opinions. And, and that's, that's a, a wrap. wrap. Woo! We did it. Enemies to lovers. Sure, I'm five three. Know. I'm five one and three quarters. The three quarters makes a difference. It does. It Thank does. you. Okay. Thank you. It. it makes a difference. Thank you for respecting my three quarters. <laughs> it all adds up.